Subscribe to the Hit That Line Podcast Network. Y'all ready for this? This is the Gimme the Hogs Chuck Podcast presented by Weikert Realtors, the Griffin Company. Just when I thought I was out, they pulled me back in. He is a loathsome, offensive brute. Yet I can't look away. This is the business we've chosen. Well, Chuck, it's good to hear you, man. Yeah, good to <laughs> talk to you, Joe. <laughs> it's always good to hear you, boy. Jefferson, off play action, going to throw a little screen pass left side, has completed the five, into the end zone, touchdown, Arkansas! You can't watch the Hogs tonight and not be pleased with the effort and the fight that these kids had. Hawks played a heck of a game Saturday night. They just didn't win. LSU got the late field goal, fourth year in a row that Arkansas and LSU's been decided by three points. And the Tigers went at 34 to 31 to drop the Razorbacks to two and two on the season. That's what people are talking about across the Razorback Nation as the new week begins. And that's where we start on the Gimme the Hogs Chalk podcast presented by Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. This game had everything you could ever want out of a great college football game. They were throwing haymakers. You had great quarterbacks. You had big plays. You had a competitive spirit that you don't find in every ball game. You had athleticism all over the field. You had speed. You had strategy. Everything you could ever want in a college football game. And you also had exhaustion when it was over. We're going to start with a cut from Sam Pittman. It's post-game. It's a long one, but it really sums up not just the game, but his emotions, and I think maybe the emotions of his players as well. Don't just listen to the words. Listen to the weariness. Listen to the fatigue that comes after a great battle. I don't think there's any doubt that LSU has a really, really good football team. I just wish we'd had three more than than they did. But I think there was a lot of good things that we saw. Obviously, we still got to clean up the penalties. But other than that, I think we fought our butt off, to be honest with you, against what I think is one of the better teams we'll play this year. I told the team after the game, we're in the SEC. It's a hard league, and everybody's good, you know. But I think LSU is one of the elite teams of this league. Played toe-to-toe at night with them on the road now they may have played well they may not have played i don't know you know i don't know what coach kelly thinks of how they play we wanted to fight we went in there fighting and we just came up short but there are some positives that you can take from it that scored 31 points on what i think is a good defense you know if you look last week against mississippi state they just weren't able to do it you know what i mean there's a lot of positives you you believe you can win win several games and things of that nature after a performance of tonight. We just got to clean up the penalties, like I said last week. But the effort has always been there this year. Uh, I thought we played a good half on defense or a good almost a half on defense. And we got to get some things figured out defensively uh, because we, we didn't stop them in the second half. Now there's a lot to digest in all that the head coach just said. And I realize when you play a game like Uh, This one, which was a coulda, shoulda, woulda type game. There's all sorts of stuff to break down when it's over. There are all sorts of moments that you can look back on both sides and say uh, those were big moments. If you're the team that comes out on the short end, you lament all that could have been. And if you're the one that ends up on the winning side, you don't have to remember all the bad plays 
You just remember the good plays that ultimately won you the ball game. But I got to tell you, for me, the story going into the game, the story during the game, and the story after the game is the play of the quarterbacks. KJ flushed, rolling right, keeps his eyes downfield, throwing deep, got has at the 20, to the 15, to the 10, 5, touchdown Arkansas. There's your play. I thought both of them played better as the game went on. Both of them made plays. Danzer made plays with his feet as well, especially in crucial situations. KJ did as well. But I thought as the game went on, both quarterbacks got in rhythm and both of them were really hard to stop. I thought both quarterbacks were great. KJ threw for 289 yards and three touchdowns. Daniels threw for 320 yards and four touchdowns. KJ rushed for 48 yards, including a 25-yard run for a first down in the first half. Daniels ended up with 36 yards on the ground Saturday night. Both of them are their team's catalysts. Both of them are their team's alpha and the omega. I mean, they really are. They're everything to their football teams. They are the type leaders that don't just inspire the offense. They inspire everybody that's wearing their team's uniforms. And both those players, I thought, were at their absolute best on Saturday night. It was fun to watch. K.J. now is responsible for 77 touchdowns over the course of his Razorback career. Matt Jones, 77 before that. K.J. will break the record in all probability in the next game. He was outstanding. That play that we heard the highlight from just a few moments ago where he keeps his eyes downfield and has made a great play and K.J. made a great throw. Uh, those are a lot of the things that I'll take away from this game. Now, I realize who won and I realize who lost. And I know in large part, just like you do, a lot of the plays and a lot of the penalties that may very well have cost Arkansas the ball game. But you know, if it had gone the other way over on LSU's side, they'd be saying you can't let a guy like Has get free when you're up by eight points. You know, everybody's got things they look back on. When you win, you don't have to. When you lose, you look back on every one of them. I will say one other thing about Haz. As Pittman said, he's a ball-playing son of a gun. Um, he caught that two-point conversion pass, too. He caught that 59-yard pass to start the fourth quarter. Then he caught the two-point conversion pass to tie the game. And then he caught that 11-yard touchdown pass that tied the ball game at 31. Arkansas is going to be really, really, really glad. I think they already are, but you can magnify it by 100 uh, how they're going to feel when this thing's all said and done with Luke Has. Arkansas out-recruited a lot of people to get this guy, and he's as good as you're going to find, not just in the Southeastern Conference, but as good as you're going to find in college football. You're listening to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast presented by White Curd Realtors, the Griffin Company. You hear me talking every time we do this podcast about White Realtors, the Griffin Company. I tell you about my experience as a buyer and a seller, and it was a very good one. I tell you about their professionalism, and it is on display every day. I understand now why they handle their business the way they do. White Realtors, the Griffin Company, trains their agents better than anybody out there and that's the difference as i've looked at it and as i've looked at other companies and the way they operate it's the way that weikert trains their agents that separates them from everybody else and if you've been thinking about a career in real estate 
They will train you to pass the real estate exam, and they will make you a professional real estate agent. The Clark Long School of Real Estate. Now, this is a branch of Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company. They'll get you ready for that real estate exam. And then Weicker Realtors, the Griffin Company, is going to pair you and partner you with some of the best agents in the business. If you want to get into the real estate game, you need to log on to WeikerGriffin.com and you need to find out about the Clark Long School of Real Estate and the way that they can help you train if you want to get into this business. My experience was great. I think your experience with them will be great as well. Now, they've got offices in Fayetteville. They're in Springdale, Bentonville, Fort Smith, Branson. And you can always log on to WeikerGriffin.com. Well, that's a great question and a great point, Chuck. Bet Online is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Remember to use our promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. Out of the hold of Max Fletcher, Little trying to pull Arkansas within one. They run the fake. They run the fake. Fletcher keeps it. He's got the first down. He's inside the 15-yard line. Hogs ran the fake, and they'll get a fresh set of downs. I really thought we needed something to spark us at that point, and and I thought it would, but it just it didn't work out. Same one we ran to the left two years ago when we were here, but we ran it to the right. We felt like hopefully they wouldn't talk about a fake because they were worried about whether we were going to go for it or not. In which we were, but we were just using it out of a field goal formation. So Max did a nice job, and they blocked it up real nice. We just didn't didn't get any more points out of that than than if we just would have kicked it. Hey, that was a fearless call. And I know ultimately it didn't result in a touchdown, which is what Arkansas needed right there. Ultimately, after some, some miscues, they ended up kicking a field goal that would have been longer than the one they faked. But, you know, there were some positives to take out of that ball game, and that was certainly one of them. So where are we now as the Razorbacks get set to take on Texas A&M? I believe we're going to win them the rest of them. We've got a good football team, and I think they'll bounce back next week. And I know we know we've got a really good team in A&M. They had a big win today. We can go win football games, yes. This is ultimately what I think happened on Saturday night. Number one, obviously, Arkansas lost a football game. They're 2-2 two and two now. They're 0-1 in conference play. But I think beyond that, belief was restored that the Razorbacks can win every game that remains on their schedule. I don't know if there was universal belief out of the BYU ball game that Arkansas had a chance to win the rest of their games. There certainly was not belief on the part of the odds makers who made LSU a 17-and-a-half, 18-point favorite. You know, I could tell as the week built up last week, and I felt this after visiting with Coach Pittman on Friday morning and then traveling with the team on Friday afternoon. There was nobody on that football team that went down there to Baton Rouge believing anything other than they would win the game. In fact, I thought it was an uncommon belief for a team that had just lost a game at home against a team they were favored to beat, 
going on the road to play at night against a team that was an 18-point favorite. They had uncommon belief, quite frankly, as they traveled down to Baton Rouge. And it manifested itself in a hell of a football game, albeit a loss, but a great football game nevertheless. But I came away from Saturday night, and I feel this way today, that Arkansas can win every game that remains on their schedule. Now, they could lose them all, too, at least the conference games. They could lose them all. There are going to be more close games. There are going to be more field goal games. In fact, I would venture to bet that it's going to be a one-possession type season. I think it's going to be like that. Not just for Arkansas, but for a lot of other teams in the SEC. You know, the Razorbacks, obviously have to eliminate the penalties, particularly in critical situations. I'm not breaking any news when I say that. It's, the most, it's one of the most obvious statements coming out of the game on Saturday night. And I realize that this team's not going to be perfect. There are deficiencies in certain spots. Thankfully, we have a great quarterback. We have a quarterback that gets better as the game goes on. We have a quarterback that competes in a way that not many that we've had compete. Um, He's the real deal, and he can cover up a lot of mistakes, not just on offense, but mistakes you might make in other areas as well. He'll make a great play, as we saw Saturday night. He'll get you back in the ballgame. But I think belief's been restored. No guarantees. Have no idea what's going to happen Saturday when Arkansas plays Texas A&M. But I do think from the coaches to the players to the fans to anybody that pays attention, there's the idea now that Arkansas can go down to Dallas and beat Texas A&M on Saturday. Now, they beat Auburn 27-10 to over the weekend. They lost their starting quarterback, Connor Wegman, in the first half. I'm not sure what his status is going to be during the week. Even if he's ready to go, I'm not certain Max Johnson won't be the starter. They did a nice job with him in the second half. He was 11 of 14, threw for 123 yards and two touchdowns. Nothing spectacular, but A&M was able to run the ball better in the second half, and Auburn just didn't have enough offense to have a real chance to win the game. A&M's good. We know about Bobby Petrino. He's achieved almost mythical status inside the state of Arkansas, but it's going to come down to the players. And I will say this, if Arkansas plays with the effort, that they played with on Saturday night, and they make the big plays that they made on Saturday night, and they eliminate the miscues at critical moments that they made on Saturday night. They'll have a very good chance to win this game, and I think we can probably say that moving forward. It's not fun when you lose, particularly when you have a game like they had on Saturday night where you can go back and second-guess everything to death, which is what a lot of people do, and I get that. But there's a lot to build on coming out of Saturday night. Again, I wish we could go back and replay the BYU game. We can't. Um, it's going to go in the books as an L, and you got to pick up one somewhere along the way that maybe people don't expect you to win. And I think there are some possibilities out there as we move forward through the season. Hey, how'd you do this weekend? You know, if you bet the Razorbacks, you won big. I suspect some did at the Bet Saracen app, and I suspect others will this week. A&M's opened up as a six-and-a-half-point favorite, I think I heard today. There are lots of opportunities for you to make wagers on your favorite team or just the game you're watching 
at the Bet Saracen app. You're going to find out very quickly why it's Arkansas's favorite sports betting app. For starters, it is Vegas, Arkansas style. There's always an Arkansas twist to this with the prop bets, with the things that you can do in addition to just your traditional wagers. They make it fun. If you've not downloaded the Bet Saracen app, you need to do so. They've got a how-to-play video, and they'll get you ready to go with the Bet Saracen app. All right, I've run out of stuff. Um, it's 11 o'clock for the kickoff time on Saturday. I hear where the SEC Network's the one that's going to televise it. There was some. There's no question about what time it was going to kick off, but ESPN had to decide: are they putting it on ESPN, or are they putting it on the SEC Network? I think ultimately, I see where they've decided to put Kentucky and Florida on the uh, on the mothership, and they'll relegate. Arkansas and Texas A&M to the SEC Network. So that's how it's going to work on Saturday. Either way, it's 11 o'clock. Hogs are going to have a big crowd. It's an important week. Got to get a win. That's the bottom line. All these things that we're talking about are great, but there's no substitute for winning a football game. If that's got to be the goal this week. I know it is, and I think we'll, uh, we'll have another good one to watch on Saturday. We'll pay attention during the week. I know you will, too. We'll be back on Wednesday. Until then, thanks for listening. Subscribe to the Gimme the Hogs Chuck podcast. Go to hitthatline.com or search Hit That Line wherever you listen to podcasts. Don't forget to rate, review, and share. This podcast has been presented by Bet Online. This podcast is an exclusive property of Pearson Broadcasting. It may not be copied, reproduced, modified, published, uploaded, reposted, transmitted, or distributed in any way without Pearson Broadcasting's prior written consent. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.